But it is good to be back in the house with you guys. I had a great Christmas. All right, Proverbs 31, verse 2. It says, What my son, and what son of my womb, and what son of my vows? So this is a, um, a proverb for one of the kings, and it's from his mom. How many love your mom? How many have a mom that declares a lot of things? Well, here she's saying to her son, Hey, I, I birthed you, and you're the son of my vows. Which, that word there can also be translated prayers. But what it means is a promise to God. So what she's saying is, hey, I made some promises, some vows to God about you. You need to fulfill them. Like, get your act together. Because I made some promises to God. But then she goes on and says how he should live his life. See, as parents, it's, we do need to declare and make vows and prayers to God about our children. But we also have to instruct them on how to live that out. Let me try that again. <laughs> parents, I know it's easy. It's easier not to try to instruct your children. Because instructing children can be very frustrating. Right, parents? And if it's not, you're lying because you don't have kids. But saying, hey, I made vows and you need to fulfill them, but I'm going to tell you how to do that. So I'd encourage you as parents, not only pray for your kids, but teach them how to live them out. Actually teach them how to live out the prayers you're praying so that they can actually live them out. All right. So that's our proverb for today. All right. Well, it's good to have our kiddos with us this morning. I love having our kids, so we'll keep it fairly short for them. I know your attention spans actually less than the kids sitting next to you. You just don't show it as much. You can fake it. You have your phone to get on and start watching the game. So I'm really actually keeping it short for you. The kids are actually okay. But as we finish this year, I want to finish the year how we started the year. Because finishing something is really, really important. In the sports world, which I love sports, it's not necessarily how you start something, it's how you finish it. That's what matters. You can have a brilliant game until the very end and you mess up and the other team scores and they win the game. Because it's how you finish And so we want to finish this year strong. We want to finish this year well. So we're going to talk about what we talked about at the beginning of the year. Of the key of 2023 for the mission was being thankful. And having thankfulness come out of us. So I want to talk about that a little bit. And then I'm going to put you guys to work. Oh yeah. I know that's no fun for you. You you thought you were going to be able to come. Sit there. Smile. But no, you actually get to work today. But we'll get there. Because Thanksgiving was the key to 2023. And see, keys are really important. They unlock things, right? They're not, like they unlock treasure boxes. But they're not the actual treasure. But they're the only way you can get to the treasure. Right? So they're really important. So as a key, you got to use it. 
Right? It, a key does not work unless you use it. Correct? Right? You got to actually use the key. So we're going to look at some keys to Thanksgiving. What does the key of Thanksgiving actually unlock in our lives? So the first one, or here's some Colossians 2 verse 6. So it says, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Second Corinthians 4.15. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. See, we're supposed to be living lives that thanksgiving is overflowing out of our life. It's not supposed to be, oh, I'm kind of half full of thankfulness. Or sometimes I'm thankful. It's actually supposed to be overflowing out of our life. Which means it covers everything in our life. That no matter what we're doing, thankfulness is coming out. Hey, I didn't write this. So one thing that thankfulness does is it unlocks anxiety and releases peace. Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say give thanksgiving when everything makes sense. It doesn't say give thanksgiving when you feel like it. It says it transcends all understanding. See, to give thanks, you don't have to understand. You don't have to understand why something is happening to you. Or why you're in the circumstance you're in. But it says give thanks. And peace will come. So I encourage you, give thanks. If, you're, if you deal with anxiety, one of the keys to help getting through anxiety is giving thanks. If you're having, I challenge you today to try this. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, before you go to sleep, take some time and give thanks and see what happens. Because we've fooled ourselves into thinking anxiety is normal. The world has said, it's okay to be anxious. You're going through a lot. You should be anxious. But we live in a kingdom that's contrary to the world. And that we have an answer to anxiety and its thankfulness. Because it transcends all understanding. We're supposed to be living in thanksgiving that nobody else understands. All right, next. How many of you would love to be in the will of God? Right? Be pretty. So this is how we do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So if you ever want to know what the will of God is for your life, start giving thanks. Thanks. 
Again, it transcends circumstances. You don't have to understand the circumstances to know the will of God. It says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God. It's really simple. God's really simple. And extremely complex, all wrapped into one. Super simple, but you'll never reach the end of it with him. His love is really simple. He loves you. But you'll never reach the end of his love. So give thanks and you'll be in the will of God. This one is probably my favorite. Psalms 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. David wrote this. Which if you know David's story at all, he went through a lot of stuff. But he knew if he gave thanks, it would bring him into God's presence. See, giving thanks brings his presence into our circumstances. Thanksgiving is the key that unlocks his presence into any circumstance that we're going through. Thanksgiving is really powerful. It unlocks those things that we probably most desire in our lives. Peace, his presence, his will. How many of you have ever lacked? Ever had lack in your life? Well, this is how Jesus dealt with lack. This is Matthew 14. He's multitudes in front of him. He's teaching the disciples come to him and say, they're hungry, send them away. And Jesus says, no, 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 you go feed them. You feed them. And this is their response. This is Matthew fourteen seventeen. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. And then Jesus said, bring them to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. See, all the disciples could see was their lack. They only had a few loaves and fishes to feed thousands of people. And what did Jesus do? He's like, okay, this is what we got. Let's give thanks. He just gave thanks for what he had. It, It doesn't say that he asked God for more. I'm not saying we don't ask God for more. But in this circumstance, Jesus didn't ask God for more food. He just gave thanks for what he had. For what God had already given him. And he didn't worry about the lack. He focused on giving thanks. And everybody was fed and there's 12 baskets left over. I love Jesus' humor. Why 12 baskets? That means each disciple had to carry five baskets of food to prove his point. To bring home the point, hey, just give thanks. Stop looking at the lack. Stop looking at your circumstance and give thanks. And let me do what I do. Because God brings multiplication 
when we bring thanks. See, we've all gone into situations that aren't fun. How many of you have gone to the dentist? Is there anybody in here that likes to go to the dentist? Bless you if you do. But we've all been in situations where we're going into something that's stressful, that's not going to be fun, that we're not looking forward to. And Jesus was in the same position. He was about to go to the cross. And this is what he does with his disciples. This is Luke twenty-two seventeen. 17. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then after this, we know he goes to the garden and prays. Angel comes and strengthens him. And he goes on to the cross. But he was facing something very difficult. And what came out of him was thanks. He broke the bread and gave the cup that was representing what he was about to go through. And he gave thanks for it. What are we doing when we're about to face something that seems impossible? That seems difficult? Are we giving thanks? Or are we complaining about what we're about to have to do? See, Jesus gives us the example here. He says, give thanks in every circumstance. And when he gave thanks, the angel came and strengthen him. So when we give th- thanks, we get strengthened. So the key of thanksgiving unlocks peace, the will of God, his presence, provision, and strength. But we have to choose to use that key. We have to choose to be thankful. David said it this way in Psalm 69, verse 29. But I am poor, sorrowful, and in pain. How many of you have been there? Let your salvation, O God, set me up on high. I will praise the name of God with a song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. And it will please the Lord better than an ox or a block that has horns and hooves. David's saying here, hey... I'm in bad shape, but I'm going to praise and give thanks anyways. And to you, that's sweeter, that's better than any sacrifice I can make. That thanksgiving is actually better than sacrifice. A lot of us think we have to sacrifice our way out of things. And David's like, no, no, no. The key here is thanksgiving. Giving thanks in the times that you don't want to. Giving thanks in the circumstances when your enemies surround you. Thanks is the key to get you out of it. And it's pleasing to the Lord. So we're going to do a little activation today. Are you guys up for that? Well, too bad. You have to do it anyways. (laughs) 
So at the giving stations, there's cards and pencils. So if, you can, if I can have you guys stand and go grab a card and then sit back down. Do that real quick. Just <clears throat> grab a card and a pencil. Don't worry, this isn't too painful. Is there anybody that needs a card? If you need a card or a pencil, raise your hand. We can have someone come bring it to you if you need it. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to list three things that we're thankful for that happened in 2023, despite any circumstance that happened. And those circumstances, it's not like those weren't real. Those are real things that happen in life, right? You get clubbed on the side of the head with life sometimes. So it's not saying those didn't exist, but it's finding what is to be thankful for in those circumstances. Years ago, I had probably the hardest year of my life. Business was going sideways. Family situations were going sideways. My health started. I got diagnosed with skin cancer. I got... um, Oh, shingles in my 30, which the doctor kept saying, only old people get this. That's all the doctor kept saying. Hmm, only old people get this. And they just kept saying it over. I'm like, doctor, I get it. I get it, doc. Like, stop telling me I'm old. But the key to surviving that year was being thankful. And when I started being thankful, finding things to be thankful that's when things started changing. So no matter how rough 2023 is or was, there's things to be thankful for because God did some amazing things for you this year. So we're gonna, I'm going to read Psalms 100 over you and then I'm going to play a song. And during that song, you're going to write out three things that you're thankful for in 23. You only got like seven minutes, so don't get hung up on it too long. That's all you get, okay? So I'm going to read Psalms 100 over you, and then you write your three things. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his, and we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations.
See, Thanksgiving isn't just for yourself. Because I can have a thankful heart. Like towards my wife, I can be very thankful for my wife. But if I never actually tell her, it makes a difference. Right? And it makes a difference for other people to hear me be thankful for someone. So giving thanks is actually an action. It's something we have to do out loud. That's partly why we come together. is so we can give thanks together. So what we're going to do is do that. But in 1 Corinthians 14, it says it this way. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. Otherwise, when you are praising God in the spirit, how can anyone else who is now put in the position of inquirer say amen to your thanksgiving? Since they do not know what you are saying, you are giving thanks well enough, but no one else is edified. So part of giving thanks is so other people can be edified. Because they hear you're being thankful, what spurs them to be thankful. So we're going to do that. We're going to get together. So I want you to get together in groups of two or three or four, whatever. Nobody by themselves. And I want you to share your list of what you're thankful for in 2023. Okay? This is how we're going to wrap up. You're going to get in groups, take a minute, share it, and then just pray for each other, release Thanksgiving over them, pray for them if they need anything, any health reasons or anything, and just bless them to end 23 well and to start 24 well. Okay? Does everybody understand? Okay, partner up, or get at least with one other person, if, or a group of you to get together and share what you're thankful for. And release that over each other. So we're doing this so they can say amen to your thanksgiving.